Welcome to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up this time, how to slash your company's corporation tax rate with pensions. Now, you know that the main corporation tax rate increases to 25% in just a few days. But how might your company use the higher rates to its advantage by paying extra pension contributions to its directors? Keep listening and we'll share our inside advice on this. And please don't forget to visit mytipsandadvice.co.uk to download even more free advice, just like you're about to hear. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer, and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. Well, it's been talked about for some time and that time has now come for many businesses and it relates to the main rate of corporation tax increasing to 25% in just a few days. But did you know that your company might use the higher rate to its advantage by paying extra pension contributions for its directors? Keep listening and we'll explain all that you need to know. So in spite of some rumours that the changes might be stymied at the last minute, from 1st of April 2023, a higher rate of corporation tax applies to the whole of a company's profits if they exceed £50,000. If a company has an associate, the limit is proportionately reduced for each. Now, one way to mitigate the higher corporation tax is for your company to pay employer pension contributions for its directors. Not only do these qualify for corporation tax relief, but they don't count as directors' income for tax and NI purposes. So this makes them very tax efficient. And there's even better news. Normally, of course, you'll know that expenses are only tax deductible where they are wholly and exclusively paid for the purpose of a company's trade. The good news is that HMRC says that this limitation is rarely an issue where pension contributions are paid by a company for one or more of its controlling directors. But there is a caveat, and is that it is that large employer pension contributions for non-controlling directors may be disallowed. So do take care if this situation applies to your business. Also, a slight catch is that a deduction for pension contributions is only allowed for the accounting period in which they are paid. This means if your company wants to reduce its corporation tax rate for an for an accounting period, it needs sufficient funds so that it can pay the contributions before it ends. It will also need accurate management accounts to estimate its profit to make sure the contributions are set at a level to maximise tax efficiency, which of course is the goal of this exercise. It's also worth remembering that relief for employer pension contributions exceeding half a million pounds can be very delayed. Let's look at an example to bring all this to life. So Acom Limited has one associated company. Its management accounts for the year ended 31st March 2024 
project a taxable profit of £35,000, making it liable to the new higher corporation tax rate. It can, however, avoid them by paying an employer pension contribution of £10,000 by no later than 31st of March. Now, while your company can pay any amount to a pension scheme for you, the annual allowance limits the tax-efficient amount to £60,000 per year from April this year, including contributions you personally pay. Remember, of course, that the annual allowance is going up to 60k from 40. Any more than the £60,000 can lead to an additional tax charge. However, there is a let-out if the annual allowance hasn't been fully used in the previous three tax years. The unused annual allowance can prevent an additional tax charge where an individual's total contributions exceed £60,000 in a year or £40,000 in this tax year. So having calculated and paid what you hope is a tax-efficient contribution, what effect will it actually have on your company's corporation tax rate? Well, we've worked out an example for a company with one subsidiary for its financial year ending on 31st of March 2024. Now, taxable profits are £80,000, makes no difference whether there's a pension or no pension. If there's a pension, the employer pension contribution is £55,000. Taxable profits then reduce to £25,000 from the 80k figure. Corporation tax at 19% is payable on the first £25,000, that's £4,750. There's no corporation tax at uh, 26.5% if a pension is paid. But if a pension is paid, there's an additional charge of £14,575. So the total, comparing the two situations, no pension tax nine or deduction is £19,325, but with a pension, just 4750 That means that the effective corporation tax rate with a pension is 19%, and 24.2% if no pension contribution is made. So you can see very clearly from this example that employer pension contributions are tax efficient, especially if reducing the corporation tax rate to 19%. The only limits are the annual allowance, which increases to £60,000 anyway in April 2023, and the affordability of contributions for the company. Timely accounting information is vital as the deduction is only recognised for the accounting period in which the contributions are paid. Anyway, this has been a bit of a whistle-stop tour, but it should be clear that making a pension contribution or several pension contributions can be a very tax-effective way to help uh, mitigate the impact of the increased corporation tax uh, rate to 25%. We hope that you found this information helpful. But can you believe it? We've reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Don't worry, we'll be back again very soon with even more insightful advice that you can apply to your business on a daily basis. But for now, thank you very much for sharing your time with us and goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk.